Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a talk about the Eververse armor. They've been adding a lot of good, you know, sets lately, and I wanted to talk about how I think they could use these in a different way. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always come in and catch me live at twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If I'm not live, whenever you come check me out, just click that follow button so you can catch the content and watch if you're watching on YouTube, you can also click the subscribe button and the like button. That's an easy way to help me out. Now, why am I talking about Eververse armor? Like, who cares about it? Generally speaking, whenever they've done the seasonal updates, I've been actually pretty impressed by the armor sets they've come out with, but I don't think they're actually getting the full potential from these items. I think they could do two things with them that I'm going to kind of outline in this video. One of the main things they could do, I think, is motivate more purchase. I don't think they motivate any kind, any type of purchase or, or micro-spending right now, and I think they could. And I'm not going to outline, obviously, something that would be like anti-player, anti-grind, um, or anti-consumer. But it would be a pro, a pro-consumer, pro-volitional, intentional grind, while also adding another layer of bungee motivating people to spend in the Eververse store. Now that they are, uh, you know, independent and no longer backed by a big publisher, they have to think about, you know, generating revenue on a regular basis. How are they going to fund their, you know, massive staff and bandwidth and, you know, fund the next game, etc. Fund future content. All those things need to be thought about. And I've continued to feel like the Eververse has moved in a good direction. I had a question the other day. Somebody felt like their their practices with the Eververse and the micro-spending got worse. And I actually think they're better now because if you want something, you know exactly how much it costs and you can buy it and if you think five dollars is too expensive for an emote that's fine i mean that's that's your choice as a consumer to not buy it and if there are consumers who determine that that is worth their dollars then that's up to them to buy it so first i want to talk about the art department and uh kind of give them some kudos because i think they do such a good job second i want to talk about intentionality how they could weave more intentionality into the game and actually do it with the eververse and then lastly i want to talk about what about the money what about the money because a lot of people are going to initially probably just run to the comments and be like lono you're nuts they're never going to do any of these suggestions because they want to use the eververse to generate money i'm going to push back on that i don't think the armor is presently doing it so first let's just talk about the way that the art department has handled the armor up to that uh, up to this point these teams have a history at this point they prove time and time again that they can make really really dope looking stuff Uh, a lot of us look back very very fondly on age of triumph with respect to how the you know the armor looks and the the ornaments and kind of reskinning a lot of it was very very exciting and even now I, like I said at the beginning of the talk pretty much every season I'll see armor and I'm like oh my gosh that armor is like awesome how do I get that and people are like oh the Eververse it's always a little deflating you're like oh really they put such good looking armor in the Eververse now this obviously happened again with respect to the revelry Uh, This was something that I think a lot of people saw and called out. I don't know if you agree with me on this or not, but I feel like the Revelry armor looks way better in the Eververse than it does in the actual event itself. The stuff you can grind for in the event and from the, you know, the, the forest, I don't think looks as good as the sets from the Eververse. Now, they have the persistent colors, so like when you apply shaders, there are colors that you know, stay on the armor, which is annoying. That's something they need to stop doing permanently. I think both the Eververse armor and the Revelry armor are both doing that. I think that's kind of dumb, but 
it's pretty easy to see i'm like wow the, you know the, the revelry armor in the eververse is significantly better so and, and there's been a few seasons now in a row where i'm like you know what i would probably go for a full set and I don't really feel like I can. When you look at a full set, you know, you go, you can go into the collections and kind of check them out. There's a couple of them that have been really, really nice, really nice seasonal sets. And then when you look at the Revelry, there's another kind of twinge of like, man, it, it'd be great if I had a way uh, to get that full set. I'll give you an example. This morning, Tess was selling the cloak for the hunter and I was like dude that cloak is really really nice and if you make it black the persistent gold on it's kind of annoying but the black with gold was really really nice well then I figured out that whenever you buy the cloak from her it's the same roll every time and I was like well that's kind of lame I was willing to sit there and dump my gold dust into into her you know her store to get random rolls to try to get a cloak that i like and then i quickly realized after i bought two that it's a static roll every time and i was like well that's incredibly dumb so let's talk about intentionality that's the second part of the talk here the lack of intentionality in grinding for eververse armor i just think is a massively missed opportunity you know because i have a stupid amount of bright dust at this point i always call it gold dust like the like the wrestler i have a dumb amount of bright dust at this point and it's like okay what am i supposed to do with all this well if you're not going to let me dump bright dust into her inventory to try to get the role that i want on a cloak that i like well at the very least you could give me some intentionality with her bounties her bounties don't serve much of a purpose anymore i mean i don't know if anybody even checks them out i mean you can do them for small very very small amounts of bright dust i feel like you could uh, put the put the, the the bounties in there as a way for people to chase specific roles on specific pieces of the eververse armor you know you really really like the cloak i would enjoy being able to go in each week and see like okay what she got this week that i can grind for and i could try and get a good role on that cloak i'm not kidding you i would have done it this morning i would have done it like i thought the cloak looked pretty good i would have liked to have added to my to my get up on my hunter and i would have grabbed that bounty numerous times until i got the role that I wanted because there's a huge difference between a cloak with the role that you want and a cloak with like you know pulse rifle scavenger and something else it's like man this isn't the role that I want to get that layer of intentionality I think is another opportunity for them to add some of what we already have grown to like in the game which is that that gear chase and that role chase now I know people are going to always push back and say but if it doesn't have enhanced perks what's the point that's another reason why they should just retool enhance enhancement cores to allow you to enhance perks because that that negates that entire discussion that allows you to grind for the armor that you want look how you want and as, a, as an end game grind you can capstone that, that gear with you know enhanced perks you can go in and say okay i want to make hand cannon loader be enhanced i want to make you know hands-on enhanced would be nice even though it's presently not in the game i think they need to consider to make the this persistence and this premise of like each week you can really have that customization i really think that was is something that they could add and then the big question would be but lono how would they make money off this? Do they really want to start to make things in the Eververse something you can grind for? Here's where I don't think the Eververse is 
is married to the game in the proper way just yet. Right now, you can go into the Eververse, and if you're like, oh, I like that emote, you can buy it. But there's not this level of like strong motivation other than just like, oh, that's cool. I, I think I'll I think I'll buy that, you know, the little dog emote or whatever the frig. Okay. So let's talk about what about the money? How can they make this work? If you start empowering players every season to chase full sets of Eververse armor, and they really like the way that they look, this again goes hand-in-hand with the art department and all the good work that they do. I think some of the armor sets that they've made get grossly overlooked, uh, you know, by, you know, for a handful of reasons. You've got, you know, people that don't even care because they're on planets that aren't per- they have no purpose anymore they're in NPC loopholes that have no purpose anymore or they're just in places where they're like well I don't get uh, enhanced perks on it so I'm not going to you know I'm not going to go chase it and that I think has a negative effect on the game's grind when you feel like there's no real reason to chase these things so when you look at the the way that they've built this armor I would say Give me a reason and the ability to grind for a full set. And then what Bungie could do is you could sell ornaments for those armor pieces. So once I have a full set, I'm more motivated to buy that that ornament, whether it's something that glows or flashes or it's animated or completely changes the appearance of it. The more people interact with Tess and the Eververse, the more likely they are to feel that motivation to maybe buy something, right? When you're when you're looking at you know the 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 emotes, the emotes could also tie in with the ornaments. What if an ornament caused like some shock effect on your gauntlets, and then there was an ornament that interplayed with that shock ornament and, and kind of played you know together? Again, the more you're driving me to the Eververse, and the more empowered I feel to customize my character, I think the more winsome the Eververse will be if it sells things for customization, like an ornament or an emote that goes hand in hand with my armor set. If you empower us to get full sets and then sell the dope ornaments for the armor, those two things go hand in hand. Right now, everything's kind of disjointed and disconnected. It's like, well, you can buy this emote with this dog, but there's no real reason or drive to. If you have a full set, there's more of a reason and more of a drive. Those ornaments could combine with both emotes, they could combine with subclasses, and they could combine with once you got a full set or once you got multiple pieces, maybe the ornaments take on a completely different role. They become interconnected, like lightning traveling over your body, going down to your toes and back out. Obviously, if you wear an exotic, that kind of disrupts it. But if you wear enough pieces, it could in, it could empower or turn on some type of ornamental system if you wear enough pieces. This is just one more way to give players intentionality over their look, over their grind, and probably to make more money off people in the Eververse than you're presently making. So, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all my content, I appreciate you listening and watching. Please like, share, and subscribe.